With us today is Boone Clemens, who's uh, Dr. Boone Clemens. Want to get that straight, you know, since you're officially a doctor now, you know. That's true, but Boone, Boone's great. Boone's all right. That's all right, yeah. You you associate with T. Boone. And I went to OSU. (laughs) Everybody associated with me with that. I bet it was fun having that name when you were at OSU. It it was fun. Yeah. Although everybody thought I was, you know, rich and had all this money, but that wasn't the case. You didn't give any big million and a half dollars, Uh, billions of dollars to OSU then? Unfortunately, no. Okay. Well, we understand. College students don't have a lot of money, generally speaking. That's true. So this you're the uh, marketing director for Southwestern Public Relations. And tell us... uh, What's going on? we got homecoming this week. Always a big week for Weatherford. I was talking about growing up in Weatherford, how much fun it was for our Southwestern homecoming. Well, we're, we are really excited. We have stuff going on all week. Um, before I forget, SwasuHomecoming.com, that's where we got all the events listed. Uh, but, you know, all through the week, Friday is really a big day because uh, we've got the homecoming mixer with the Alumni Association. Uh, and then we've also got the bonfire up on the hilltop, kind of north, I mean, uh, east of Man Hall. And then, of course, Saturdays where we've got all the events, including the parade. And the parade, I'm actually in charge of. I'll be out there in the intersection <laughs> directing the floats <laughs> onto the onto Main Street. Uh, the parade starts at 1.30. And so we've got a lot of both... Uh, well, really businesses and organizations from around the area coming out for the homecoming parade. And so we're excited. We hope everybody comes out and joins us uh, on Main Street to watch that. Uh, and then the Alumni Association's also got the Hair of the Bulldog brunch on Saturday morning uh, starting at 1030. And we've got, of course, the tailgate that starts at 230. And then the, home, the football game is at 530. Uh, so we've got a full day of events on Saturday. So the brunch, where's that? And then the tailgate. So the brunch is at the Business Enterprise Center. The tailgate's also at the Business Enterprise Center. Both of those, uh, the foundation and the Alumni Association, are in charge of those. So that's uh, going to be fun. Breakfast's first, then you can hang around. And and our theme this year is Paint the Town Blue. So everybody you know, is going to be uh, building out their floats and all their parade stuff around that theme. So, uh, Southwestern band, of course, will be in the parade, which they they are always headlining in the bands. But this parade's known for having a lot of bands. Does that look good this year? It does. Well, we have over ten bands in the parade this year, so we're going to have they're from all over the area, and we're really excited to to really see what they come out and do. Uh, Dr. Pippin, our Swasu band director, is in charge of the mass band event, and uh, it should be a really great time with some really great performances during the parade. So the mass band event takes place just before the football game, doesn't it? Yes. Tell us about that. So that's where we bring in bands from around, really, the state, and they all compete uh, as part of the event to try and win, uh, you know, bragging rights. And then a lot of the bands will stay over and perform during halftime as well. So that's always always uh, a lot of fun. Well, uh, homecoming is big for Weatherford. And uh, we appreciate it. Anything else we need to know about regards to the activities going on? Not really. I, w- I would just, again, say SwasuHomecoming.com. We've got everything there. Uh, we really invite everybody to come out, wear your Swasu colors, and come cheer on not only uh, the football team, but also, I mean, this is an event for all of our students, and we're just so excited to be able to celebrate the university. I was telling Mustafa early that I was in the parade as a youngster in the walking costume unit. So 
great memories. Yeah. He's talking about his robot. Yeah, I was a robot <laughs> back in the 60s. So, And Dad helped him make the robot. I was, right? Yeah, robots. he did. And a homemade uh, robot costume. And he used light, you know, those old flash bulbs they used to use in cameras? Mm-hmm. Those were my eyes. So. Very, very cool. Yeah. We're, we're probably going to post this week on social media some old parade photos from the years. So you might watch and we may be able to find one of you. Yeah, well, that could be. And then later in the parade in the band, junior high and high school, Weatherford, and then uh, the, the Explore Post here, the Boy Scouts, uh, we had a, a, a float one year. So we, we've been active over the years in that big parade. Yep. Always fun. A lot of people in town. And one, one thing that's interesting to me is the parade used to be pretty much contained between about um, – Bradley and and down to about Eighth Street, kind of a, about a four or five block area. Mm-hmm. Now it extends all the way down to what in Indiana or right in that area, and coming up in front of some of the other businesses yes. along. And th- those places have a lot more people than we used to have. So yes, it's spread out a little more. It does. It really we stage kind of at Taco Mayo, and then it goes all the way down Main through downtown. Uh, and we'll have uh, I know the the library is going to be handing out books like they did last year. The food and resource center will be giving out apples and things so there'll be a lot of um local businesses giving things away and we encourage everybody while you're here in town for homecoming to shop downtown uh, and really you know get out and, and patronize the merchants so horses are there any horses in this year's parade? In this year's parade, usually I, that's the last no, unit. Come on, we're going to bring, we're gonna I, bring I think, up that detail. <laughs> I don't think we had any horse groups in her this year. Darn! Thank goodness. Yeah. Harold, were you ever behind some horse groups? I was one time in the band. <laughs> Barely missed, you know, uh, the leftover. You were, yeah, walking proudly. Yeah. Uh, a you high mean, step. <laughs> <laughs> you had to really, if you were, you know, a, a, a bass player. Oh, yeah. You, you got, really you had to watch it. out because you, you're holding that bass instrument up, big old heavy uh, brass just bass. Just around. Just sloshing. Yeah. Oh, and, no, uh, no. Yeah, the, the bands will be thankful this year that there's no horses. Usually they always had the horses at the end of the parade, so if there were any accidents, you know, you prevented that. You just had a parade. Julie Caldwell's here also with us from the Clinton Chamber. You just had a parade recently. Well, they had the homecoming parade a couple of weeks ago. There was no horses in it either. <laughs> the only time we have horses is at the rodeo parade. And so there are a lot of horses in there. there. Are you a know, lot of parades always used to have horses. Seriously. Yeah. You know, usually you had riding clubs in every community and they would usually ride in the parade, so must not have as many riding clubs. I was with Miss Dolly. You remember Miss Dolly? The Miss Dolly was a character in the uh I was in the fourth grade. And it was the carnival. Dolly goes to the carnival. And Dolly was a big old white horse. At any rate, that's the only thing I remember. So what, what's the, what does that what's have the point? to do with the parade? A parade, you mentioned horses. Okay. So I thought I'd throw that in. <laughs> one other note, real quick, while, while Boone is in, I'd like to know a little more about where you're from and how long you've been here at Weatherford. Sure. So I'm originally from Sand Springs outside of Tulsa. Uh, and I've been, let's see, in Weatherford for just over a year. I started in June of 2022. So we've been doing some really exciting things uh, with the marketing. Uh, one of the things actually we're really excited about for Homecoming, we're premiering a new pharmacy video. And we'll be doing a new one every uh, day or every Thursday of this month for uh, National Pharmacist Month. So there's some exciting things like that. But 
between Sand Springs and here, I lived in New Orleans for a while, and now I'm happy to be back in Oklahoma. <laughs> Any culture shocks? Only expected. <laughs> I'm happy to be back. Very happy Great. to be back in uh, Oklahoma. There you go. So uh, New Orleans is a great place to visit. They don't yes, say, it is. but you don't want to live there, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they have great food, great place to oh, visit. Oh, yeah. But Very unique city. Yeah. No yes, doubt it about it. But uh, fun, fun to visit. Yes, it is. Well, Boone, thanks for stopping by. We hope we have a great homecoming. Yeah, I'm excited. Looking forward to the parade. Yep. And uh, they were trying to finagle me into getting my car in there yesterday with the Chamber of Commerce. Is it too late to get a, a unit in the parade? It is too late. We were still having some people i was calling yesterday but we got the list finalized and it goes to print this morning so everybody it's over huh? it's over yep. yeah now we just need everybody to come out and watch the parade so show up it's gonna yes. be a beautiful day uh, to get out and watch the parade you might need a light jacket it looks like i mean we're Are talking serious i'm serious because i just want to real quickly looking at the extended forecast for saturday uh it looks like our high going to be it's 68 so that's a little chilly, and particularly if it's cloudy. With but it's not going to rain Saturday. The rain is out of here on. Uh, it looks like Friday. So that nice fall weather. I yeah. ordered. I ordered that specifically for the parade. <laughs> it's interesting because I just got back from England and Scotland, and and they were ahead of us about two or three weeks in Scotland. I was wearing. I, I got into Scotland, and didn't have a jacket. <laughs> Did you wear the skirts or whatever no. they call it? <laughs> okay. Forget I that. need to learn how to order that weather. We had a lot of rain for our concert oh, yeah. series this summer. I'm that like, I need amazing. to know how to do that. No kidding. Well, you have to work it out with the yeah. good Lord, you know. Maybe. Yeah, I try. <laughs> yeah, when the good Lord sends you rain, we need to also thank complain. him for it instead right. of just complaining about it. You know, right. oh, Lord, it's been two days now with this rain. I'm getting depressed. Okay. <laughs> we need Here all we go, the rain folks. we can get, Yes, folks. we do. Boone, thanks for stopping by. I know you got a busy schedule, and we're looking forward to seeing you direct the cars in the parade <laughs> yeah thank you all always glad to come out yeah, yeah. do it again we yeah. enjoyed having yeah. you on next year uh, boone clemens our guest on the program this morning we'll be talking to julie caldwell the chamber of commerce president in clinton right after these messages are you looking for land for farming grazing fishing or camping well, each October, Oklahoma land is leased for agricultural farming and grazing, as well as outdoor sports and recreational use. We begin on Monday, October 9th in Boy City and Guymon, Tuesday, October 10th in Woodward, Wednesday, October 11th in Enid. Week 2 auctions begin on Monday, October 16th in Lawton, Tuesday, October 17th in Elk City, and Wednesday, October 18th in Stillwater, also Thursday, October 19th in Shawnee. For more information, visit www.clo.ok.gov or call 1-88-35-LANDS. Ag lease auctions are a great opportunity for grazing, farming, or fishing, and the money benefits Oklahoma education. We'll see you at the auctions. It's important to stay home for your medical supplies and medical needs. No need to go to Oklahoma City. Ask your doctor or medical provider to use or prescribe to Priority Home Medical Equipment. Fast local service. Major health equipment brands available. Priority Home Medical Equipment can personally assist you with all of your home medical equipment needs because they're locally owned and operated and have decades of experience. Priority Home Medical Equipment on South 30th Street in Clinton or find them at PriorityHomeMedicalEquipment.com. And uh, welcome aboard. Can I say good morning to Julie Conwell? 
Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for stopping by, and you'll be on the first Tuesday of the month. We appreciate yes. that very much, telling yes. us what's going on in one of the Tri-Cities. What do you think that idea? Is that, I mean, as a chamber manager, is that something that would would go over to call our uh, area, like, the three main cities, the Tri-Cities? Well, we are the three main cities, obviously, and so, um, I, I mean, we all have to work together. One of us isn't going to succeed if the other two don't succeed so of course i don't want to leave anybody out we've got a lot of other great cities yes we do in our listening area yeah, we do thomas cordell just a couple faye uh, faye yeah, uh, Rappahoe. there you go cordell, how about bessie how about uh up around the Canute. north part about the who? hammond hammond yes hammond. leading eric sarah yeah all part of, we stopped Tologa. at uh center out there near near eric remember yes i do i do that i remember it's nice well. isn't Tourist it information yeah center. very nice it's they really didn't nice. care too much for for um our buddy over there in eric no they did not <laughs> what they, was his name harley harley, harley mm-hmm. russell oh you eric. gotta get out there you need to go see guy. him yeah okay i'm surprised that you haven't had people asking you about him because <laughs> the sarah chamber gets a lot of questions about harley russell he has an interesting place to say the least at eric Oh. It's probably world, the biggest attraction in Eric now. He, he certainly is, and is, and he's known worldwide. He has guests that come in by the truckload, according to him, occasionally to mm. take tours of his place. So Very, very nice. You need to go out there and check it out. I might need to do that. You may want to call him in advance, make sure he's there. Okay. A lot yeah. going on in Clinton. And uh, get us started. Well, there is a lot going on in Clinton, and so um, next Thursday, week from this Thursday, the 12th, we are having our last Friends on Frisco for the season. So um, we do seven of those a year, and this will be our last one until April of next year. And so it's an October fest. It's downtown Clinton from 6 to 9. Um, we had to cancel last month because of the rain, so we're going to add some of the um, get your kicks onto this one also. So we'll have some old cars and um, lining the streets. And we've got a band named Dirt Rich coming. Um, the Farmer's Market, food trucks, late night shopping, all the good things. Oktoberfest. So we got this from Rick Walker. He's going to be providing uh, German food. Yes. And that's from 6 to 9. Homemade uh, German dinner, including bratwurst. Bavarian sauerkraut, sautéed red cabbage, German salad, and Swibach apple kuchen. Yeah. Oh. I learned that from the, the – we had another Oktoberfest not too long ago, right? That uh, meal's only $10. Outdoor beer garden open till midnight. Wow. That's so. a social, yeah. The one you're talking about is the Corn Bible Academy yeah, yeah, German Feast. I so. heard some of the same food. That's always a big, big yeah, deal. So, so you're going to get a chance to eat some nice uh, bratwurst. Yeah. <laughs> so that's happening this Saturday night, right? That is at the social. And then our friends on Frisco is the Thursday following that. And then the 17th, we're actually going to the Veterans Center for a morning mixer. At 8 o'clock, and so they're having us out to, uh, you know, just come. We haven't been there in a while, out to the Veterans Center, so they're going to host a morning mixer for us on the um, 17th from 8 to 9.30. I know Clinton's proud to have that facility there in Clinton, the uh, Veterans Center, and it's one of the the better, I think, Veterans Centers in the state. 
uh, almost 100% occupancy most of the time. Yes, and then with the clinic there, you know, that helps also. So we're pretty lucky to have all of that. Is that pretty much local management there? Do we have a lot of... Most of your nurses and management live in in this area, yes. And uh, you've got doctors that work there, and they they live somewhere around the area, generally speaking. But the administrator lives in the area, Stephanie Taylor. She does a great job. So okay, so yeah, we're excited to get out there, and then um, of course Halloween comes around, and we do trunk or treat downtown. Um, people can sign up with us now, and we'll give you a place to park your car. So you park your car and give out candy. That's Is that right. the idea of that. Yes. So do you dress up in costumes? You encourage your trunk or treat oh, yes. people to dress up. Yes, and have a theme maybe or something. But Kiwanis kicks that night off at six with um, the kids parade and so they parade from the library into the gazebo over at um Engelman park and then we just do trunk or treat all the way down frisco so do you have prizes for that parade um i don't i think they do give prizes so what's the date on that that is october 31st wow is that halloween this year it is okay and then the next day at lunch november the first we are actually going to do a forum with Patch McComas and Stormy Hill for city council. And we always try to do it the week before the election, so it's fresh on everybody's minds. I laugh about that because my last experience, we actually had the voting had actually taken place, and then we get a chance to debate some of the things that should have taken place before the votes. I was real impressed with that. It's always good, though, to get out and hear what your local council members, these guys actually have a little more say so in your local economy than you think and you need to get out there and generate some of the questions that make them think about some of the answers and you get a good look at it i like both of these people and they're quite interested in things in clinton so it's good to have two candidates yes yeah for sure and and if anybody does have questions they can go ahead and email them to me julie caldwell at clintonok.org and um, nobody sees the questions other than me and the moderator before the day and um, I think I did Strong? one when you were in there, Mustafa. Is that Miss? Pardon me. Well, I don't know yet. I haven't heard back from her, but yeah, we will have a good moderator. I had to do it once, and I won't ever you do it again. You could get Todd Bruner to do it. I could get somebody get Todd. from our local radio station would yeah. be really good at that. They would be good at that. I've had that experience several times, and uh, going all the way back to uh, the DA's race with Angela Morrissey back several years ago. And so I came to town. A good well, form. I was uh, when I ran the first time, in particular for the state house. Uh, we had a debate mm-hmm. of sorts there that was sponsored by the chamber, and I, I participated in that. Yeah, so it's always interesting, and, and like I there said, there is it, no excuse not to know the candidates. Right, I'm telling you folks, yeah, if yeah you, I, and you know, you know in the city council elections sometimes the voter turnout's not good. Right. And uh, sometimes I wonder, we have a ward in which we work in, and I wonder how much of that responsibility is for the candidate to get out and meet the people in the ward. And I think your turnout is relative to how many people so get you, out there and meet. And Clinton, you actually, the only people that can vote are the ones who live in that ward. Is that yes, correct? Yes, correct. We have a, so, <laughs> so the city, other people in the city can't vote except those who live there. Yes. So they pick their, their person. Single-member districts. Only the ones that live in the ward can actually vote for their representative. And uh, unlike the school board, where you have wards, but the entire city is able to vote, eligible to vote. So a little difference. But no excuse for not getting out 
meeting your candidate, and I challenge the candidates to get out and do their work. I want to know who these people are. And sometimes some of these people are quite quiet. It's amazing. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.